0: Everybody, it's Paul uh, man Horn. is Benjamin
1: Wesley. And hey, Jerry, the co-driver of the gas Monster Truck. This is David Smith with King Crunch. Hey, this is Darren Basil. Hey, this is Mark Strayer, the driver
2: of the Devastator Monster Truck. Gary shot, G. Hey, this is Barry Mustower, and you're listening to
1: Y'allMonster.com Beyond the Land.
2: A picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes the bigger stories not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are allmonster.com beyond the lens.
1: Hey guys, we're back with some more allmonster.com beyond the lens. It's been a while. We've had a bunch of stuff going on and the shows haven't stopped. So we're going to be doing some catch up as well as talking about some of the big shows on the weekend, including West Lebanon, Cincinnati, an old recap from uh, Baltimore we're going to be getting some things going this week. I am joined by Dustin Hart from Nagshead, North Carolina, near the home of Gravedigger, as well as Ed Horman from O'Fallon, Missouri, near the home of Bigfoot. And guys, as usual, we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to get right into it. Ed, why don't you take us through some quick hits this weekend?
2: All right, Robbie. First, we're going to talk about an all-monster client of ours, uh Zane or 2 in the Stinger Monster Truck got his first wheelie contest win. Big congratulations to Zane. And uh go check out r2motorsports.com. You can see a video of that uh winning uh wheelie. Uh, another note I got from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Joey Sylvester actually filled in and drove the Iron Outlaw this past weekend for Jimmy Creedon and the 2 Extreme team. And uh he did fairly well. Uh Uh, I heard that he actually won racing one night and uh, did very strong in freestyle, so uh, big congratulations to him for filling in, and uh, good to see that uh, he's expanding his uh, horizons and they're trying different chassis. Brian Deegan was at the uh, Digger's Dungeon uh, in the past few weeks, that's not a truck, so uh, is a possibility a metal militia truck, and or is Brian Deegan going to try to get into a truck? Uh, Travis Pastrana, for all his fans, don't look for him to be trying to drive a monster truck anytime soon. Uh, at least for this year, Um, he's going to try to do the IndyCar $5 million challenge, which uh, basically is in Las Vegas, and uh, if you're outside of IndyCar and you come into this event and uh, win it, you get $5 million. The next uh, bit of news, Avenger and Gravedigger were given uh, flags for the World Finals for the past uh, few weeks that we were out, and uh, they will be in the World Finals of 2012. Now I want to plug a show. Uh, It's going to be in Jonesboro, Illinois at the Trail of Tears Lounge and Resort. It's going to be this coming up Friday and Saturday with a six-truck lineup, and those trucks will be Heavy Hitter, Big Dog, Tailgater, Excalibur, Shock Therapy, and Quadzilla. Dustin, would you like to give us a little recap of Baltimore?
0: Big news, the big news coming into the event, of course, was the hype surrounding Travis Pastrana coming in with driving the Nitro Circus truck. Didn't have the best night overall. He was okay in racing, a little bit wild off course. Was, ran a pretty good heads-up race with Tom Mintz and Maximum Instruction uh racing as a whole you know we saw some great racing action some really tight close races uh Adam Anderson and and gravedigger the legend he's been on it with his racing game recently coming off the big win in philadelphia made it all the way to the final round where he squared off with lindsey wink and the lucas oil crusader wink was running a little wild uh, you know a couple of close calls where he was nearly missing ramps but he was able to reel it in in the final round, put down a great smooth pass, and was able to take out Adam Anderson for the racing victory. Freestyle, it saw a lot of wild and just out of control action. Uh, some just really crazy runs being put down in Baltimore. Uh, Ryan Anderson with a just spectacular run in Son of a the Digger. Uh, There's so much hype and anticipation for Ryan getting back behind the wheel in a stadium event for the first time. And just it just delivered with a fantastic freestyle, great run overall. Finished up with a with a backflip attempt that didn't quite get all the way around, but Ryan emerged unscathed, and that is one stout piece. Uh, you know, you have to tip your cap to the guys at the shop because that truck is strong. It runs hard, and uh, you know it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Um, another guy with a phenomenal freestyle, Mark McDonald and El Toro Loco really impressed me with his run. Just one of those smooth, fluid, you know, controlled freestyle runs. You know, despite the fact that the truck was. Giving him a little bit of issues, throwing him some curveballs. You know, he was having some issues with the rear shocks. The steering wasn't quite working the way he wanted to, but he per- he persevered, came through with a great run, ended up tying with Ryan for second place. And then Tom Mintz, the, the story of the night with uh, what we can only be described as the move. I think is what it's been billed as. Uh, you know, we've heard the term the McMintz flip tossed around, but you know, fantastic freestyle run, and then he finishes it up with. Just a ridiculous corkscrewing, spinning jump lands on all fours and keeps on going. Uh, just a phenomenal run. It was truly a sight to behold. Witnessing that in person, I was almost, you know, at a loss for words at how to even describe it. I called it a flare at first, but it wasn't a backflip. But either way, it was just a ridiculous move. Uh, everybody at M&T Bank Stadium was on their feet, just screaming their lungs out for that. Uh, just a truly spectacular run from Mens, and uh, you know, overall a great first event to take place at M&T Bank Stadium.
1: Excellent. You hit on some points that I'm going to take and uh, use the storylines that headed into Cincinnati event as well. I was lucky enough to attend. That's now my hometown show. About 10 minutes from where I live, and uh, wanted to start off by saying thanks to Andrew Falachko and Team Slifko for their hospitality on the weekend. Appreciate it, guys. And I had the opportunity to uh, do a little cryptography this weekend for the Slifkos and uh, take in that whole experience, uh, beginning with the Saturday morning uh, slash afternoon. The track was unique in that I didn't see a lot of things I saw at Baltimore. I saw more of what I thought was a half-pipe type of setup. It almost looked like that in skateboarding. in my opinion, I wasn't a fan of the layout. Some other people might like it. Uh, just wasn't personally my cup of tea, but, uh, after a few afternoon showers, uh, we came through with some great Cincinnati weather and hot and humid, great night for monster trucks. Went up with racing. I was not personally a big fan of the way that, uh, you know, racing happened. I think that not necessarily who won or from a fan's perspective. I just didn't think that there was a whole lot of, uh, of good racing going on. I think some unlucky things happened. It looked at the start like Mark McDonald was going to take everything. Uh, he was a fast qualifier, really was putting some good stuff down, and then had a bobble, had a mistake. Uh, Tom Mintz fell into that same category. There were a couple of close races that I really enjoyed watching, but other than that, uh, you know, there were too many mistakes going on uh, not a slight to the drivers in any way, shape or form, but, uh, just some unlucky things happen. Anytime you get down to the finals and it's Damon Bradshaw and Lindsey Wink, you get real excited about that. And, uh, unfortunately for Bradshaw, he, uh, was on the losing end of that and cut out, uh, spun out a little bit in the turn. And that was all she wrote. Lindsey Wink took another racing victory and, uh, deservedly. So he had, a uh, he had a good, smooth, solid night. I did not think that he was going to be the one to come out on top. But, hey, sometimes you've got to stay in there, stay consistent. And uh, if the other guy messes up, hey, that's all the more easy for you. So two in a row for Lindsey Wink. And Scott Douglas on the mic was making the point that Dennis Anderson had a 15-race streak of nothing but victories against Lindsey Wink. In the last two times that they've matched up, the Canadian has taken the victory. So he's starting a little mini-streak of his own. He mentioned that over the mic. Thanked his crew, and we moved on into freestyle. Now, freestyle was where it was at for this show. Again, I think that the setup could have been utilized a little differently, but, hey, that's my personal opinion. As we get into the freestyle portion, Jeremy Slifko rocked the house immediately and uh, ended up rolling the truck over and knocking a tire off a bead. So we had a little bit of work ahead of us later on in the night, but Jeremy nonetheless put down a, an outstanding run, and uh, despite a few rear steer problems of his own at the end, I was impressed with him. Now, speaking of being impressed, uh, another guy that came out almost right away in this top half of the field was Chris Bergeron and Brutus. I alluded to the fact that I think that he's improved a lot as a driver over the years, and it was none the more evident than in his very first hit of freestyle. He got the truck up into a slap wheelie and it it started wobbling on him you know, and a lot of times as a driver, you want to keep powering out of it you know when they say when you get in trouble, you're supposed to power out well. Chris had a great save. As a driver, your instinct is to power out, but he read what the truck was doing, felt what the truck was doing. It wobbled up onto one wheel, and he let out of the gas completely and let the truck come down a little bit before he moved out of it and uh, pulled a great save, had a great run going on, and uh, finished with a fantastic Cyclone donut and stayed on all fours for the entire run. That was impressive. Uh, Well done to Team Scream, Chris Bergeron. The other half of Team Scream, of course, Jim Kohler had an outstanding run as well. Uh, Despite, I believe it was broken sway bar or shocks, something in the rear end of that truck was going away. And I didn't get a chance to talk with Jim after the show about that. But nonetheless, fantastic freestyle from the world champ. Now, as as far as the rest of the freestyle field goes, uh, I was impressed with Damon Bradshaw. I thought he had an outstanding run. Fantastic save. He got up into a slap wheelie and got up on two wheels as well, just as Bergeron did. Pulled out a ridiculous save. Had an awesome, awesome vertical sky wheelie that he planted into the top of a car stack. Uh, That was great to see. He just was slap wheelie and everything. And uh, if Ryan Anderson hadn't come down and burned the place down, had a great freestyle himself, then I think we would have been looking at uh, Damon Bradshaw as the freestyle winner. Mark McDonald also had a nice run. Very solid there. Kept the truck together, as he mentioned. And, uh, you know, he was pleased with that. But Damon Bradshaw was definitely a big story on the night. And of course, as Dustin mentioned, Ryan Anderson has been trying to backflip a lot. Uh, he mentioned after his winning freestyle that there was nothing to really backflip off of in Cincinnati, so he didn't try it. And uh, Ryan, if you're listening, I'm here to tell you, you had a good freestyle. You didn't need the to backflip tonight, buddy. So we had a, definitely an interesting night of racing and freestyle in Cincinnati. I was uh, overall pleased with the show, but I got to say there were a few things that were sort of low lights. Um, anytime that I see a truck rolled over and still going and throwing dirt up into the crowd, I don't like that. I think that trucks need to be rii and, uh, you know, done in that situation. Uh, there were a couple of instances, I won't name names, I won't name situations, but there were a couple of instances where, you know, uh, I think that trucks should have been shut off a little earlier than they were. Uh, I'm sure that'll be looked at, and uh, obviously in no way, in shape, or form am I going to try to take credit for somebody else's uh, mistakes or non-mistakes. But I think that's something that needs to be looked at, and we will see what happens in the future events. There's definitely a great event coming up for Monster Jam at Stafford Motor Speedway, and uh, they will do a great job there. Ryan Anderson's looking forward to that one, as well as Jeremy Slifko. So they will be rolling right along and getting repairs done and everything want to thank everybody at Cincinnati for a great show, and we will see you next year at Paul Brown Stadium. All right, now to West Lebanon. We had another great midweek event there, and I was able to talk with Carl Van Horn of Gravedigger and get his thoughts on the event and his personal experiences driving Gravedigger there, one of his first big-er events driving that truck again. And after the troubles that he had with the shocks in Costa Rica, he was looking for some confidence. Ended up finding that in the form of a freestyle victory on Wednesday evening. He said the crew did a great job helping him out, working on the shocks, and getting every issue that was uh, an issue in Costa Rica worked out. Uh, By the time the weekend was over, he had his old groove back, said he felt like uh, now if he messes up, it's on him and not on the truck. So very good news there. A healthy and happy Carl Van Horn with good equipment, better than almost anybody in the business. So watch out for Carl Van Horn this weekend in Stafford, springs and also his teammate adam anderson with gravedigger the legend took a few victories on the weekend had a great job there and chuck werner from the mince team was able to pick up a racing victory as well as john sesok and grinder overall another great weekend in west lebanon if you will midweek weekend so great great news there glad to hear that a couple of guys that normally don't get victories were able to get that and uh you know, another news item to watch out for. Uh, Carl Van Horn, I'd be very surprised if he didn't take a victory this weekend at Stafford. Moving on, we wanted to get your guys' opinions. It's been a while since we've talked here on mallmonster.com's Beyond the Lens. Got a lot of backup news, if you will, and uh, wanted to see what you guys' overall thoughts was from Baltimore, from Cincinnati, from West Lebanon. Let's catch up a little bit and see what, uh, what themes we can uncover from all these shows heading into the
0: coming weekend in Monsters. Well, one theme I've seen uh, build on this summer is Adam Anderson in Gravedigger the Legend. He has been stringing together some just great results. Um, you know, he had the victory in Philadelphia with the racing win and then a second place in freestyle. Comes into Baltimore, gets second in racing. Had an unfortunate breakage in Baltimore, didn't get to really do a full pull of freestyle like I know he wanted to. But he bounces back, goes up to West Lebanon. And comes away with two freestyle victories. You know, Adam's having a lot of success in that truck. I think he's really found a groove with it. Um, you know, he and the entire crew, Colvinard, Brandon, you know, all those guys, they've been working really hard every weekend to get that truck running at its best. You know, whether they're toying with the shocks or doing this and doing that. They've got that truck set up to Adam's liking. And really, he just looks so comfortable in that truck. He's able to make it do whatever he wants.
1: That's, that's another thing that I wanted to jump right on. Uh, I think we could actually expand that into the whole Anderson boys thing now. Ryan has come on so quickly. I was able to see his first freestyle behind the wheel of Monster Mutt when he was a rookie. And heading into from there to now, going out and rocking a whole you know huge stadium event, um, I won't say it's night and day because you could see the the beginnings of something there with Ryan in his first weekend. But now, uh, as you mentioned with, with Adam, Ryan has a truck that can take anything that he dishes out, and that's amazing. I think it speaks a lot to the crews. I think it speaks a lot to the guys at the shop. The technology in this sport is amazing to allow guys like Ryan Anderson to just beat the living heck out of a truck and win a freestyle and end up on all fours after being some 35 feet in the air. It's just tremendous to me. I think both of those, I think the Anderson boys are coming on strong and, uh, you know, we all get to enjoy greater shows because of it.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, Ryan's truck right now is I would say one of the best running trucks in the industry right now. I mean, that is just, as I said earlier, it's a stout piece. I mean, I haven't really even heard of anything on that truck breaking yet. You know, I'm not sure how, uh, you know, if they've run into any issues so far yet, but, I mean, really, the truck just seems to take every hit and just keep on going with it. I mean, even after he had, you know, a failed backflip attempt in Baltimore, you know, there's still – I mean, you could almost look at the truck, and aside from just a little bit of body damage, it looked like it was unscathed. So, I mean, really, I mean, with Ryan's driving style and that truck, they seem to be a perfect match so far. It's just – you know, it's a sight to behold whenever you're watching Ryan do one of these freestyle runs with that piece – Because it just seems like there's such a chemistry there. You know, like Adam has found with Gravedigger the Legend, you know, there's a chemistry there to where Ryan can make that truck do what he wants it to do. He's able to take, you know, even if the truck does something that maybe he didn't want it to do, he still is able to take that and make it look like, you know, nothing happened at all. You know, whether that's a testament to, you know, just him having, you know, his hands in a lot of different forms of motorsports like, you know, doing the hill and hole mud racing thing like he started off with in the original son of a digger, you know, where, you know, you have to you know make really quick reactions in a 200 foot straight line course. Um, you know, he's used to dealing with high speeds and having to be quick, you know, making his reactions, you know, it seems like he's just, he's so comfortable in that truck and, you know, you can tell he's excited to be in behind the wheel of it. And, uh, you know, he's, He's, he's living out a dream. You know, he he makes sure every time that he's on that mic, you know, he's thanking everybody and, you know, all the fans. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's not an image. You know, he did genuinely, him and Adam and his dad as well, both, you know, they all three of them, you know, are very genuine in that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm thrilled to see the future of these Anderson boys. Yep,
1: it's looking real strong. And, uh, Ed, what do you have for us?
2: Well, you know, the, the whole subject of Ryan has kind of got me thinking about what I've seen from, uh, really, you know, I kind of take my point is going to be from the World Finals. Uh, seeing Ryan Anderson's run at the World Finals up until today, I see the, the kind of thing, the theme I'm seeing is stepping up in freestyle and people just trying to do things, that you know, you wouldn't think about Tom Mintz doing whatever the heck you want to call that thing in Baltimore <laughs> and in since you know no one was really able to do that but still you know you're, you're having guys having to step their game up because of Ryan because of all these other guys doing you know weird you know outrageous things that you wouldn't think done but I mean it, it's one of those things I'm kind of interested to see what what's going to go on into the first quarter and you know into next year's world finals what what are they what's going to be next I mean the sky's the limit literally with what what these trucks can do now and what you know these superstars and these drivers can do with each one of these trucks is just i mean it's pretty amazing considering you you go back 10 years you ever see think about mantra truck doing a backflip mantra truck doing a flare something like that you you didn't and now we're seeing it and we're all amazed and i mean i can't wait to see what's next from the current crop of people that we have driving
1: definitely there are a lot of young guys coming up in the sport we're looking forward to seeing all of them and i think the point that you guys both alluded to. The technology in the trucks has really, really taken a big leap forward as far as now the trucks are dialed in for the track. It used to be the track was bigger than the trucks could take. You know, you'd see a truck fly off a big jump, try to go for that big air, and it would snap a wheel off, break an axle. Something would happen to where the run was over, and you knew the run was over as soon as the truck was in the air. Now it's, oh, wow, that was a huge jump, and I can't believe that truck's still going the the amount of wheels being broken off uh i believe in cincinnati there wasn't a single one so just pause and think about that for a moment there's not many events in the past that we could have said that about as far as freestyle goes at a big stadium so that's a testament to the crews that's a testament to the people that build these trucks as well as the drivers they do have to adjust uh guys like damon bradshaw i mean he had an awesome weekend in cincinnati i was uh very surprised to see what a well-balanced effort it was by multiple drivers uh, jeremy slifko had a good outing in racing and freestyle you know brad shaw as i mentioned a lot of guys are becoming well-rounded and the trucks are well-rounded now for both racing and freestyle definitely interesting points so heading into the next weekend ed you're going to be taking a trip out to jonesboro why don't you tell us about that
2: Yeah, I talked about it earlier. I'm going to Jonesboro. It's going to be at the Trail of Tears Lodge and Resort. It's going to be Friday and Saturday with six great trucks. Uh, I know I'm going to be there. Josh Road should be there. We're going to be getting pictures and stuff like that. I'm going to be helping out with the track and uh, helping out with John Zimmer and Sudden Impact Racing. So it's going to be an awesome time. I hope to see a lot of you fans out there, and uh, it's going to be fun.
1: Good deal. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our return edition of AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TheAllMonster, as well as look us up on Facebook. We have a brand new page for AllMonster.com, the website, as well as AllMonster.com on track and Beyond the Lens. So be sure to check that out. We hope to see you next week. And Ed, will be back with some updates from Jonesboro, and we'll discuss the week that was in Monster Trucks. Thanks for listening, guys.
2: picture or a video may be worth a thousand words but sometimes a bigger story is not always told we are a monthly program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens we are allmonster.com beyond the lens